Welcome to the Holistic Career Change Podcast, one-stop shop for everyone feeling stuck in their career and who are looking to identify, change, and succeed at their new fulfilling work. I'm your host, Vilma Seita. Let's go. Hi, everyone. How have you been? I'm not going to lie. I've missed chatting to you. <laughs> I hope you're doing so well. I hope that you're energetic. I hope that you're excited to face this new week. And I hope you're ready for a short and sweet episode that I have for you today. Bearing in mind that last week's episode was extra long and extra good, may I add, I'm really mindful today not to go over. I find that not only are we busy, but we're also so exposed to an seemingly ever-expanding field of information nowadays and also the way we consume information and content, often not fully intentionally, can leave us really drained. And I personally, from time to time, put myself on what I call a content consumption diet. Not gonna lie, I really need it and that helps me to remain more centered and create from a more aligned place. Therefore, today I really will do my best to keep it Um, concise. So what I want to talk to you about is walking you through the main stages of career change, and there are three of them. Now, some of you may think it's super straightforward and that you probably could have thought of it or deducted it yourself. However, bear with me, it's not all so linear as you may perceive it to be. So these are the stages I have identified based on my experience, uh, but you probably see variations of those stages around in all the different uh, sources. They're pretty similar. So the three stages are identify, test drive, and transition. Now you may be at stage zero where you haven't started the process yet, or you may be someone who is anywhere in between these stages, and I'm going to walk you through all of them. I've got you. So the first one is identify. In other words, in the first stage, what you will be doing is exploring yourself and the market to identify a career of alignment. A big chunk of this work is what I have already defined to you step-by-step in the first eight episodes of the podcast. That is essentially becoming the ultimate self-expert and really intimately getting to know yourself and your unique strengths, your core values and your passions or your core zone of genius as all of these together will be your North Star pointing you towards a career of meaning and purpose. Now, this may look like you identifying that you need to switch industries. This may look like you realizing you need to switch your role, what we call the functional switch. Or you may learn that your career fulfillment means that you will have to go after a double switch. That is switching the industry and switching your function. Um, So these are, um, at least in my practice, the most common, the double switches that people come um, and seek for help. So at the end of this phase of Identify, you should have outlined two to three plausible career options for you. Um, And the outcome of the Identify stage is you gaining clarity, at least on paper, 
which direction you will be moving towards. Now, word of caution. A lot of people think that this is the main stage. And once you get that, essentially your work is done. The rest is just details. (laughs) However, I must warn you, this is just clarity that you will gain on paper. The likelihood is that these choices you've selected may still be affected by your old old belief systems of who you should become to gain approval, to meet expectations, and to not trigger those around you. Therefore, to make your career change really bulletproof, we then need to move into the second phase, which I call the test drive of your choices stage. And this stage is all about you testing and trying these potential career options for size. So in the last episode, you heard Stacy and I speaking about this, that so often, especially when we are f- just fresh out of school, out of high school, we have no idea which direction we should go. We don't have strong inclinations. So we just go wherever the wind takes us, right? Or whatever is considered to be prestigious. However, once we're in the actual environment, in the actual office building, in my case, we soon get to have that very necessary feedback and feel out whether this choice is a good fit for us. So there is just so much clarity we'll be able to attain from thinking or reading about something. A big chunk of career clarity for you will come from taking action. Um, So For instance, myself, when I walked into the office building of my first job after I had just completed my master's, within a day, literally during the lunch break of the first day, my stomach was in knots. I knew, I felt this was not something that was in alignment with my true self, and it only took me a decade to act upon it. (laughs) I don't want this to be you guys. So the stage two, what you will want to do, you will want to gain applied knowledge. In other words, you will want to collect as much feedback and data as you can for you to fuel your next career change move. You will want to validate your choices here. And if you bump into any dead ends or one of your shortlisted options turns out to be wrong, well then, congratulations. (laughs) I want you to remember that affirmation that I have given you a few episodes back. Nothing has gone wrong. If anything, by getting that feedback, you have actual data to analyze. You can review that experience, select what worked, select what didn't, and then make a more educated shift. And now let me emphasize this, which is also very important. The test drive stage ideally should be done while you are still in your current job. I am a huge advocate for a strategic career change, which means that you need to gather the data, you need to prep your plan, you need to work out all your financials, you need to work out all of your taxes, all of the social information before you quit your current position. So... When I say that, usually the response that I get from people is, how do you want me to do that and still show up for my usually full-time employment? Um, Well, my answer is always the same. 
there will be a certain level of creativity and resourcefulness that you'll have to tap into for the stage to succeed. And if it all sounds a little bit too much, I would then really look into your belief systems. Are there any blocks? What are the actual fears that are holding you back? You know, not just saying, oh, I'm a little fearful, like really getting down and dirty and identifying the exact fears that you have. Asking yourself, how much do you want to change in general? Maybe you don't even want it as much. How much are you willing to sacrifice for the stage? Because just like with any change in life, when you switch your careers, three things will happen. First of all, you will gain a lot of new beneficial in alignment things. Number two, you will lose a lot of things and some people in your life. And number three, there will be a small amount of aspects that will remain the same. So the question here is, how much are you ready to tolerate the losses? By the way, I have a great career change tolerance questionnaire, which gives you your career change readiness score. So if you'd like to have it, make sure you find me, message me, um, and I'll be really happy to send it through to you so you could identify how ready are you. So going back to um, how the how of this um, test drive phase. First of all, the how, how you get the experience will look a lot like you going on as many as you can informational interviews. That is inviting someone from the in- industry that you want to transition into for a chat, a virtual coffee, and asking them for insights, for any advice, and perhaps even for introductions. Um, and there's a way to reach out for these interviews without feeling like a complete weirdo or a stalker. <laughs> I know that when I say, oh, you need to get on those in- informational interviews, some people go like, oh, that does not feel good. I don't like to network. No, 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 no. There's a way to do it that is really authentic, that feels good, and that provides you with a lot of value. And I teach that my clients, but I'm sure that you can find a lot of articles on this one online. Also, some of these people you invite for virtual coffee may even take a liking of you and become what I like to call your career change ambassadors. So as long as they are clear what you're after, as long as they like you, and as long as they know at least a little bit about your experience, they may even end up referring you to their contacts in the industry. So this is a huge piece. Second piece is you doing whatever you can to gain the actual hands-off experience in the industry and the role. Whether it would be through volunteering, whether it would be partaking in special nonprofit projects, internship, working weekends. One of my clients ended up um, working for an interior designer for the weekends, over the weekends when she was considering career change. Whatever it takes for you to feel, taste, and test this new industry and role. And as you will be testing, you will also simultaneously, whether you want it or not, (laughs) but I would invite you to do it intentionally, you will start creating your new personal and professional brand. And you will start crafting your new branded career story. This is huge. That is becoming clear and confident yourself, right? You need to get that confidence because remember, confidence breeds confidence, So you need to get really clear and confident on why you're switching. What's your story? 
What led you to this point in time? What is, what is your USP, the unique selling proposition? And by testing the careers, you will get plenty of material to work with and to be able to craft your career change story. At the end of this testing period, the goal of this stage is for you to have narrowed down your search to one viable option and having that empirical evidence that this is something for you. And then, and only then, we move into stage three, which is the transition stage and preparing for and implementing your strategic career shift. And this is actually the stage where people come to me and they say, oh, I just need some help to figure out how to quit my current job. But actually, before we figure the details out, before we look into the financials and the taxes and what's the most and the beneficial way uh, for you to do that, we really need to go through stages one and two. So this final stage, the transition stage, could take anywhere from literally several weeks if you already have, you know, selected and you know where you want to transition into up to several years. So please don't hold any timelines or deadlines against yourself here. This is going to take as long as it has to, and it will be dependent upon your goals, the time available for you, and your tolerance. Maybe you're completely intolerant to have any pay cut. Then it will take you a bit longer to set yourself up before you can transition. And this is where you will craft your transition plan. So like I said, only here you will decide what type of switch you will be going after. Will it be gradual switch? That is you continuing to work and build either a new business or continuing to gain new knowledge and experience on the site. Will it be what we call the stepping stone switch? Perhaps you will be getting the same role, role but in the new desired industry. So um, sometimes I do actually recommend um, a stepping stone switch. For instance, if you are, say, a project manager in, uh, I don't know, a construction company, and you want to move into HR, and your dream industry is health and beauty, and say that your dream company that you've always dreamt of working in L'Oreal, I don't know, that's the first brand that came to me. So a stepping stone switch for you would be to actually get a project manager position in L'Oreal and then staying in that position for a couple of years, learning more about the internal company culture, but also at the same time being strategic and perhaps offering to help with internally top projects volunteering, taking some tasks on, and perhaps getting additional training in HR before applying internally to L'Oreal once they have an opening in the HR department. Because as you know, companies first and foremost will always be seeking for talent internally. So this is a longer term career change strategy, but usually really yields very successful results. So the final, the transition stage is also going to be a stage where you will be tapping into your network. That is going to be crucial because as a career switcher, you probably already are figuring that out. You are not a typical candidate. So conventional job search ways like hiring a recruiter, sending out CVs online will very rarely work. You usually need warm introductions and you usually need some sort of referrals or working for some time for free for the company. 
maybe that's going to be required. It really depends on the type of position you're after and the industry uh, that you're in and the industry you're moving towards. So if, for instance, you decide to have your own business, well then, you couldn't live in a more perfect time. Starting a business and marketing it online has never been easier and more accessible. So you could work on your side business in the mornings, in the evenings, over the weekends, saying goodbye to you, part of your social life. There will be sacrifices, but you will be able to start building that brand awareness and creating clients and starting to earn the money and getting ready to transition. Um, I would advise to allow this stage to take as long as you feel like you have to, to build at least some sort of foundation in your new career before you quit altogether. And also you will never feel super confident to quit. No matter how prepared you are, you need to know that you will have to take that leap of faith. But at least if you go through these stages, if you do the transition stage right, you will have intentionally done your prep work and everything you could have done to set you up for success. So these are the the three main stages. Now, having said all of that, what I also need to say that you need to be ready for some of your initial plans to completely change course. There will be a level of uncertainty that you will have to learn to tolerate. Change in and of itself inherently is a chaotic and often messy process. And actually for the majority of the part, you may think like you have no idea what you're doing until it all magically comes together. And the stars align and the angel choir starts singing and you think, oh wow, why did I wait for so long to make the switch? (laughs) Oh, I've seen it so many times. But at the same time, throughout this process, one probably most important element, apart from doing the daily belief work and taking action, is exercising some serious badass self-compassion. If you end up being rejected, if you end up being redirected, like I said, if something falls apart, you say thank you for the experience, thank you for all the souls involved in this experience who conspired to work together and redirect me towards uh, my more authentic path, which means that this experience made me reach closer to where I need to be. Thank you, thank you, thank you, bless you, I wish you all the best. Now lovingly move on to the next phase and the next test drive. There's no reason to dwell, overanalyze, shame, blame, complain. That's an old paradigm. That's an old version of us. The new version of us, the new version of you is aware of energy and resources and is intentional where you use them. I shared actually this on Instagram the other day, and this resonated with quite a few people, which says energy is currency. When you pay attention to something, you're buying an experience. It's an investment, so spend carefully and only on things that will bring you a good return. Be selective. Treat your time with as much care as you treat your finances. It's equally as valuable. Think about it. That's a good, good way to look into that. By the way, are you following me on Instagram? If not, please do. I share some nuggets over there. I share a lot of nature pictures because I'm totally nature obsessed. And also want to hear from you. I don't want to meet you. So please follow me at Vilma.usaita. My surname is spelled U-S-A-I-T-E. 
I really want to meet you. Also, this is where you find me if you want to get that um, career tolerance questionnaire. So I hope that this episode provided you uh, a neat bird's eye view of the three stages of career change, identify, test drive, and transition. All you have to do now is roll up your sleeves and dive in. (laughs) If you have any questions, if you need support, you know where to find me. I'm wishing you a lovely week ahead and I can't wait to speak to you next Monday. Bye. Thank you for spending time with me today. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you'd like me to support you in your career change journey, that is take all the guesswork out, help you navigate the turbulent career change waters and successfully transition in your career, you can apply to work with me one-on-one. I will be opening up a few coaching slots shortly. So if you'd like the opportunity, please visit my website, www.vilmosita.com forward slash apply. That is V-I-L-M-A-U-S-A-I-T-E dot com forward slash apply. Let's make 2021 your year of transitions.